why am I not losing weight? That is a huge, huge question that I get multiple times a day from uh, my own patients if they're stuck on a plateau and they're getting frustrated or from my followers like you that are listening and you're all frustrated because your body's not shedding that weight like it should. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So we want to talk about that. We want to go over some of the reasons. Now we've talked about this in other episodes, obviously, especially when we deep dive into the thyroid, we know that high reverse T3, low free T3, those two contribute in a large amount to weight gain or the inability to lose weight. And that's just coming back to your thyroid not being optimized. So you have to remember the thyroid is the master gland. Whenever you're thinking metabolism, I want you to think about the thyroid. The thyroid is the master gland. It controls and regulates your body temperature, your metabolism, your blood pressure, your blood sugar, your sex hormones. So that is the master controller of whether or not you burn fat or not, or whether or not you gain weight or not. If the master controller is down, if it's not working properly, then you are going to gain weight. And no matter what you do, you will not lose. I've talked to so many of you that say, well, I'm doing this diet. I'm doing low carb and I'm doing gluten-free and I cut out alcohol and I cut out sugar and I cut out soy and I cut out gluten and I cut out corn. I said gluten already. You cut out everything. You're basically doing an AIP miserable elimination diet and you're still not noticing anything. You're still not noticing changes. And what I say is, listen, if your thyroid is off, it doesn't matter what you do. I don't care if you're going to the gym twice a day, doing yoga, going into your infrared sauna, doing red light therapy, taking all your supplements, doing a perfect diet, going organic, it doesn't matter if the master gland, if your thyroid is not optimized. So with the thyroid, we look at those, the two tests that I really love to focus on. Now, when you get a full thyroid panel, of course, you're going to get TSH. Of course, you're going to get free T4. But the two that I really like to hyper-focus on is reverse T3 and free T3. If your free T3 is not optimal, meaning in the upper quadrant of the range, if your reverse T3 is above a 12, and this is pretty much, reverse T3 is pretty standard across all labs in all countries. The cutoff is a 25, 
but optimal we want below a 12. And the only time I'll take below a 15 is if your free T3 is fantastic and you do not have symptoms. If you didn't have symptoms, you probably wouldn't be listening to this, would you? So reverse T3 below a 12. If it's not, if it's above a 12, then your brakes are on. That means the brakes to your metabolism as well. We don't want your brakes on when you're trying to lose weight. So if that reverse T3 is elevated or if your free T3 is not optimal, you don't have a metabolism. And if you're working with me and if you're a patient, then please remember that you started with no metabolism and it's going to take a while. That's why I give you that patient's grasshopper video, which is also a podcast, just reminding you that when you are starting at ground zero, it's going to take a while to build up your metabolism and to give you that fire to be able to burn your own stored body fat. So it's important that you recognize it, you see it, and you realize that it might take a while and you have to grab a hold of some patients, some hardcore patients, and wait it out and do all the right things and continue to do all the right things because we are literally building up your metabolism. Now, if you are not my patient and you're stuck with a practitioner that's giving you T4 only or isn't even diagnosing you with a thyroid problem like I went through, seven doctors, misdiagnoses left and right, then it might be time to move on because if you stay, and I've talked about this before, you guys have heard me ad nauseum. If you stay with a doctor who is not doing all the tests to get that full picture of you and what's going on with you, and if you stay with a doctor who's only throwing more and more T4 at you, here you go, have more Synthroid, have more Levo, more T4, more T4, and isn't listening to your symptoms and isn't looking at all of the tests, then you will stay exactly where you are. Don't complain about not losing weight because you're choosing to stay there. You are choosing to stay there. I'm going to call you out. If you are staying with the doctor because they're local, they're right down the street, you've been with them for 10 years, they're your PCP, they're your OBGYN, or you just dropped five grand on a functional doctor that calls him or herself functional, but don't they don't practice functional. They're not doing all the tests. They're just throwing T4 at you and calling it a day. And you stay there. That is your choice to remain stuck. Don't complain about not progressing when you are choosing to remain stuck. All right. So that is that. Now, moving on, we have to look at your hormones. Let's remember I like to look at everything, both and, both and, thyroid and hormones, thyroid and insulin. We're going to get to that thyroid and diet, lifestyle, exercise, the whole deal. All of this plays a role in your ability to lose weight. So when we're looking at your hormones, we have to think about estrogen dominance. If your estrogen is too high in relation to your progesterone, you're going to gain weight. Estrogen dominance, oh my gosh, estrogen dominance will raise reverse T3. It will make you hold fat. It will make you hold water. Low progesterone will also make you hold water and it'll just make you miserable and cranky and you won't sleep well. And then not sleeping well also contributes to weight gain. Testosterone, my favorite hormone. What do we call it? It's the get shit done hormone, but it also gives you a metabolism. So testosterone is important for libido, 
muscle building, motivation, drive, that gumption to get up and go and go do something, the motivation to get your ass to the gym. It helps you burn fat. So with low testosterone, you will be in a low metabolic state. You will not be able to burn fat with low testosterone. Low testosterone also plays a role in thyroid. So it's going to come back and it's going to kick you in the ass with your thyroid too. Low testosterone has been shown to be in correlation with Hashimoto's presenting itself because low testosterone is a stressor on the body. So with low testosterone, we might see Hashimoto's go, hey, hello, I'm here now. Now you're screwed and you're not going to lose weight. So we want to check all of your hormones. And there's DHEA and there's pregnenolone. Those all play a role too. DHEA is a precursor to testosterone also contributes to your adrenals. So let's talk about adrenals. Nice transition, right? So your cortisol, you hear adrenal exhaustion, adrenal fatigue, blah, 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 left and right. It's overblown. Too many people rely on adrenals because they can fix it with a supplement. Is adrenal fatigue real? Yeah, absolutely. I have seen some of my patients come with low cortisol across the board. Their body's literally, they're not even making cortisol. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. It's usually an autoimmune problem, but that's a huge problem. And then I'll see the occasional patient that has really high cortisol, high, 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 high across the board. High cortisol, you are, you are pumping, you are raising your blood sugar, your glucose like crazy throughout the day. You do not want high, high, high cortisol. You don't want a flat line high throughout the day. Your cortisol should start high and gradually drop down and then level out at the end of the day. It should, not, it should balance out and level out at the end of the day. So we don't want high, high, high cortisol. We want that cortisol in a very nice pattern where it starts to drop down. Now, the best way to test your cortisol, honestly, is a four-point saliva cortisol panel. You don't want to just grab a blood cortisol in the morning because that just tells us one point in the day. It doesn't tell us all four points in the day. So you want that diurnal saliva cortisol panel. Ulta has it, ZRT has it. You can get it on yourself. You can order it for yourself. You don't even have to have your doctor order because most of the time insurance isn't going to cover it anyways. So just order it for yourself. That way you can know what your cortisol pattern is. Now, moving on from cortisol, we want to look at insulin. Like I said, high cortisol will push up your blood glucose. So whenever we're talking about insulin resistance, and there's a separate podcast for this as well, but whenever we're talking about insulin resistance, we want to look at your fasting glucose. And that I really like to see less than 95. However, if you just test your glucose and it, come, it could come in at like an 86, I've even seen 76. And normally people will have, that person will have reactive hypoglycemia. So if we just looked at their glucose, we would say, oh, look, you're less than 95. That's perfect. But we can't stop there. We have to look at insulin and we have to look at hemoglobin A1C. So when we look at insulin, it's in a fasted state. That means no coffee. People, when you go get your test, Fasting just doesn't mean no food. It means no coffee because that will push up your glucose and your insulin. So you want to go in fasted state. We want to check that insulin. Now, 
that insulin lab value range is huge. Please remember that whenever you're looking at the standard lab value range on any test, that is determined by testing a sick population. That is why functional medicine has an optimal range because we say, listen, we don't want you sick and quote unquote normal or within normal limits. We want you optimal. And we know that healthy people are going to be in this little target zone. So for insulin, I want you less than a six. That insulin value can go up to, uh, I've seen some labs have it 20 and person is still not flagged high. And I'm like, oh my God, if you're coming in with an insulin at, at an 18, you're insulin resistant. You are walking that fine line to diabetes, to type two diabetes. So I want your insulin less than a six. And that hemoglobin A1C, which is a three month snapshot of what your glucose has been doing. We want that like a 4.8 to a 5.1. And I don't care if you're a 5.5 and your doctor says you're okay, that is insulin resistance. Now we know that any form of insulin resistance, which I normally see in about 99% of my hypothyroid Hashimoto patients, will prevent you from losing weight. Because excess insulin, insulin is needed to survive. Insulin is a hormone and it is needed to survive, which is why type one diabetics have to take insulin because if they don't, they will die, period. You need insulin for survival. But I always call insulin the Jekyll and Hyde hormone because too much of it equals fat storage. Insulin is the fat storage hormone when it is in excess in your body. And if you are insulin resistant, meaning the insulin cannot get into the cell, then you will be in a fat storage mode. There is no way you can lose weight if you are insulin resistant. Now, insulin resistance can come from a non-optimized thyroid, number one, because thyroid controls your glucose. It can come from PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it can, it can be caused from you just eating too many damn carbohydrates and sugars. You could bring that on yourself. That's why we see uh, when, when you hear the term uncontrolled diabetes, uncontrolled type two diabetes is people not watching their diet and doing what they have to do to bring down their glucose levels, AKA uncontrolled. So that is a huge, huge contributor to weight gain. Now, some of the other things, let's talk about the other things. Some of the other things could be any type of like chemical, heavy metal exposure or load. So we have to remember, let's go back to the adrenals. We're talking cortisol, right? Cortisol rises in response to a stressor. Think fight or flight. So we always hear about this analogy, right? Back in the day, if you're being chased by a tiger, you know, you would go into fight or flight mode, like run like hell to get away from tiger. And when you do that, you get an increase of adrenaline, your cortisol rises in order to give you that burst of energy to get the hell out of the way of the tiger trying to eat you. Now in day-to-day -day life these days, okay, you might have random fight or flight moments, you know, um, I don't know, you're walking down the street and a car swerves, you want to jump out of the way, something like that. 
So there are those random fight or flight moments of stressors, but what about that constant stress? What about the day in, day out, nonstop, constant stress? Or what about the exposure to chemicals that may be putting an allostatic load on your body? That is a possibility as well. So things that we put into our body by choice or not by choice, that can be medications, that can be certain shots, that can be you not buying organic fruits and vegetables and consuming pesticides. It can be from a variety of sources. You have to think of a, it can be the bath and body works lotion that you're slathering on your body after a shower when all your pores are open, laden with parabens and chemicals. Go back and listen to my podcast with Dr. Anthony J. He wrote Estrogeneration. We talk a lot about that in the podcast. All of those beauty products and soaps and body lotion and detergents, all of the, the things that we put on ourselves, especially women, every single day, we are exposed to a crap ton of chemicals. And that will burden the system, that will burden your adrenal glands, that will clog up your liver, which is another player in this fat loss game. So that will clog up your liver. Our liver has to detox. It has to detox all of those chemicals that we're exposed to every day. Even the medications and supplements that are helping you have to be processed through the liver. Hormones, methylated in the liver. So if your liver is clogged, nothing is going to happen in the fat loss department. Liver enzymes. I love looking at your CMP, so your alkaline phosphatase, your ALT, and your AST. Those are your liver markers. AST and ALT, I really like around like 15 to 18. Anything above that, and I don't care about the standard lab value range, anything above that indicates a liver problem. And you might need to do a liver detox. Now, a detox does not mean a cleanse. It does not mean a colon cleanse. It does not mean you're going to be pooping all day. I like using the detox support packets from Designs for Health because they come in one little packet. So you get a box of 60 and then you use 30, use one a day for 30 days and then you save it. And then three months from now, you do another one pack a day for 30 days. It's great for the liver. Fantastic. Supports your phase one and phase two detox pathways. I like to throw in maybe a little bit of liposomal glutathione in there as well. You can take that ongoing to support your liver, but the liver has to be working in order for you to burn fat. Liver, liver, liver. So any kind of stress, any kind of chemical stress, medications, shots, anything, pesticides, that's going to burden your body and that will absolutely keep you from losing weight. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're actually listening to this, in March of 2022, then you will know that the last couple of years have been kind of stressful. And there are some things out in the world that we're not allowed to say or talk about or all get taken down that are, I'm, I'm really seeing my patients struggle who decided to or had to get a certain shot that we are seeing 
an increased burden on the body. See how I'm watching my words. An increased burden on the body where people are not losing weight despite us optimizing the thyroid. Now, I am seeing increased antibodies, increased Hashimoto antibodies across the board. I am seeing an increased burden on the immune system. So we'll see when you're looking at a CBC, we'll see increased monocytes, increased lymphocytes. Um, we'll see C-reactive protein through the roof. I will see elevated liver enzymes. So here we are bringing the liver back into the mix. And all of these things can be contributing to the inability to lose weight despite thyroid numbers looking great, despite you being on a great dose of thyroid medication, despite your testosterone levels being optimal, we're still seeing that burden last for about 18 months. And that's how long the body is burdened after you get said recommended shot. And that's just reality. I mean, if you want to put your head in the sand, that's fine. If you want to stop listening, that's fine too. But I'm just calling it like I see it and that's reality. And if we want to turn a blind eye and blame something else, you can do that, but you won't be addressing the actual problem. And we can't throw more medication at it. We can't jack your thyroid up to make you hyper so that you lose weight. You're just going to have to plug away. You want to support the immune system. You want to make sure you're taking your vitamin D and taking your vitamin C and taking your zinc. You want to make sure that your thyroid is optimized. You want to make sure that you do the bioidentical hormone replacement therapy to support your hormones throughout this. You wanna support your liver. You want to eat a low carb diet, obviously organic, and take any kind of chemical burden off your body. Doing those environmental factor changes, meaning getting rid of the plastic containers, only microwaving or storing food in glass containers, switching to paraben-free, fragrance-free, organic, body wash, body lotion, face wash, face lotion, makeup, all of that good stuff that you're putting on your body. You want to do all of the things and then you have to be patient and keep plugging and keep plugging and keep plugging. Do saunas, infrared saunas, do hot yoga, do red light therapy. All of these things help to rid the body of that toxic burden and could progress you along a little bit faster. So maybe it won't be 18 months. Maybe it'll be 12 months. But that is hardcore truth and reality. And these are all the things that are contributing to you not being able to lose weight. I'm sure I missed a couple. But those are like the first and foremost on my mind and in day-to-day -day talks and what I see in labs. So check all of the boxes grab some patience and keep plugging away. You might need to do some lifestyle changes. You might need to add in some supplements. You might need to change up your diet. That's all individualized. That's what I do with my patients. Just individualize it. But check all of the boxes and, and bring a reality check to yourself, you know? I mean, everything that we talked about today, really step back and go, listen, I don't know. Maybe, maybe my thyroid isn't optimized. Maybe I am sticking with a doctor that's giving me T4 only. Maybe I am eating too many carbs. Oh, look, my insulin's at 12.
Oh, look, my testosterone. That's in the tank. Wow, that's like a five or a 20. I really like testosterone 40 or 50 or above. Or yeah, you know, my work did make me get that certain medication that was recommended for the last two years. And damn it. Yeah, I started gaining weight afterwards. Check the boxes. Be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Let's deal with it. Not stick our head in the sand. But those are the things that I want you to look at if you are struggling with weight. And of course, if it's time to leave your doctor, you know what to do. You can book a discovery call. We can get you all straightened out. Not a problem. I have your back. All right. I hope that helps. Until next time.